Welcome to Salt Shaker 513 Podcast, where you will find devotions on a variety of topics along with teachings of biblical subjects to stir your spirit, encourage your spiritual growth, and infill you with the Word of God. Wherever you are, sit back and receive what God has for you in this message. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Salt Shaker 513. I'm Brandon. Hi, I'm Melissa. This is my beautiful wife, Elisa, and we're going to be talking about how to run a, or how to have a successful business. So a little bit of background on us. We own our own business. We buy houses, we renovate them, we sell them, we fix them up. And um, we've done what? 83. 83 houses. Next this actually two days from now, Wednesday, we'll be we'll be buying two houses. We'll be our 85th house. Um, our very first house we bought was April 6th in 2018. So in three years, we will have done 85 houses um, two days from now. So we have done that's a crazy. lot. Yeah. So <laughs> that's a little background on us. If you're wondering who these guys are that are talking to you and, and what gives them the right to tell us about running a successful <laughs> business. We also have three kids. Um, and are involved in a lot of sports right now. Yep. That's why I look like a soccer mom right now. So thanks for tuning in. Um, let's get into it. The two things that I think that you really need to have a successful business, and I know they're not going to be the most popular things, but these are two things you cannot have a successful business without. The first is the Holy Spirit. Without the Holy Spirit leading you and guiding you and telling you what to do, what decisions to make, I don't know if any of this works. I, I know that there's people that run successful business that don't have the Holy Spirit, but I can't personally vouch for it. You have to have the Holy Spirit. The second thing you have to do is you have to tithe. If you're not in covenant with God, if you're not giving your tithes and, you're, and your offering, if you're not bringing them to the storehouse, I don't know if, if any of this works. I know that's what works for me. And once again, there's people that have businesses that don't tithe and don't have this Holy Spirit. And you can argue that they're successful, but... I can't personally give you advice without those two things. Those are the very minimum requirements that you need. And then we'll talk about a lot of other things, but I know that the Lord gave you some things that you wanted to talk about when we started our business and um, tell us about what you thought the Lord kind of gave you to why we should even have a, a business. Yeah, I, um, I have it dated. It's in my phone. It was October, October 18th, 2018. It disappeared. But... It was almost, how long ago was that? Just almost, almost three years yeah, ago. Yeah, in the fall, it'll be three years ago. So it was it was very early on in our business that I felt like I was sitting in church. We go to Free Chapel, and our pastor had encouraged us to really think of a word for our family, and not only our family, but for your marriage and for your business. And, and if anyone doesn't really know what that means, um, it just means think of something for you to firmly plant your feet on and it can change as seasons go on but to firmly plant your feet on and to repeat over yourself speak over your life speak over your marriage and for us our business and I really I believe in my heart that I felt like Deuteronomy 6 the whole chapter but really Deuteronomy 6 was his word for our family and our business for me personally as the wife and mom of this home I will speak over our family and our business and I'll, I'll read some of it. These are the commands, decrees, and regulations that the Lord your God commanded me to teach you. You must obey them in the land you're about to enter and occupy, and you and your children and grandchildren must fear the Lord your God as long as you live. If you obey all these decrees and commands, you will enjoy a long life. And I'll go on further. 
Repeat them again and again to your children. Talk about them when you're not at home, when you are at home, when you're on the road, when you're going to bed, when you're getting up. Tie them to your forehead, write them on your hand. He's basically saying, repeat these promises I've given you. And you ask, what are these promises? And this is really the foundation of what I, f I believe in my heart is for our family and our business. The promises that he spoke to us. The Lord your God will soon bring you into the land he swore to give you when he made a vow to your ancestors, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. It is a land with large, prosperous cities that you did not build. The houses will be richly stocked with goods you did not produce. You will draw water from cisterns you did not dig, and you will eat from vineyards and olive trees you did not plant. When you have eaten your fill in this land, be careful not to forget the Lord who rescued you. So not only well, I felt like this is appropriate, I really like similarities, that's how my personality is, that we have property, we're real estate investors, I'm like, oh, this is great, like this, I'm going to run with this, and I, this is something that we have to, it's a choice we make to speak life into our business, just like it's a choice that we make to speak life into your marriage, and when your kids are sick, what do you do? You don't sit and wallow, you speak life into those things, and that's along with following the Holy Spirit to make right choices, we don't just buy houses to buy them, there's always a reason, and then there's always a voice that we follow. That's why we've been so successful, I believe, is because we've listened to those voices. Um, is it easy? No, it's not easy because there are things that don't make sense to the, norm, to the normal world. Like why in the world would we own 10 to 12 houses at the same time? There's a reason. We have a vision as a married couple and as a family to fund the kingdom. Like that's what we would love to do. And I feel like this is what we this is what I personally pray over our business as well. So you have to get a vision for your for your life, for your family. You have to, and you get that vision by getting in God's word. So there's promises in God's word that tells you what you have the right to, what you have access to. And unless you actually get into God's word and know what it says for you, you don't even know what you have a right to. But like she was saying in Deuteronomy, it talks about all these promises that, that God has, all the blessings. And then it also talks about the curses for disobeying God. But find some scripture that you can tie your vision to that you can get behind and that you can believe in it's in the bible it's there for you all you have to do is believe it and you do these things by following the holy spirit by saying lord fill me with your holy spirit when you gave your heart to jesus and um if you if you've given your heart to jesus you have the right and the access to the holy spirit and he wants to help you he's not there to embarrass you or to make you feel uncomfortable he's there to lead you and guide you it's a person that that speaks to you and, and directs you and then once you tie yourself to these these visions and once you tie yourself to your goals and you set goals for yourself then then god can start working with that god will give you a vision but you have to actually get out and do the work and you have to trust him when he tells you to make decisions when he leads you by this holy spirit when he asks you to tithe because it's a commandment or, or when he he wants you to be in partnership with him it's are you going to trust him the question is are you going to trust him and and God wants to bless people. He wants you to be blessed if you're a Christian and you trust him. Um, he believes in prospering you so you can be a blessing to others and you can help others be prosperous. But you have to, you have to trust him and you have to get a vision and you have to set goals for your life and for, for your family um, to believe him for. Yeah, agreed. And not just, not just doing these things to go through the motions, but to really believe it. So if you're a couple or if you're an individual right now that owns a business, whether it's small or large, if you have a team of, like we have a couple employees, and, or if you have a whole group of people that work under you, um, make those visions with your team. And if you're a married couple that own the business like we do, make them at the beginning of the year and check up on them quarterly. And 
make sure you're tapping into everything we just said. And it, and I highly suggest you find a word for you and your business to stand on because there are going to be times it's really hard and you're wondering, you know, why did we just do that? And you'll remind yourself. Otherwise, it's the blind leading the blind. Give yourself something to bounce back on and to speak over yourself until you receive it. I, I do that when my kids are sick. I've said this before. When you know, we want to reignite something in our marriage. Anytime you need to feed that part of your life, make sure you have something to stand on. Otherwise, you're just gonna, you know, it's gonna be tough. It's possible, but it's, it'll be tough. And that's absolutely right. And, and another thing as you're speaking that it reminded me of is, you know, when you have a business, it really comes down to stewardship. If you're wondering when things get tough, why, why God hasn't given you a business or why God hasn't blessed you or prospered you, you really don't have to look any further than uh, the mirror because the question becomes is, are you being a good steward with what God's entrusted you with now? Are you a good steward of the job? And I've mentioned this before, and I talk about this all the time. I could talk about this topic for days, but are you being a good steward with your current job? Are you being a good steward with the current ministry you're helping? Are you being a good steward of that uh, volunteer job you have? It's hard for God to give you a business and to bless you financially when you haven't been faithful for what with what you already have. And the reason that we can stand here and say we're doing all these things is because God has tried us over and over again. We tithe when we had no money. And we tithe now that we have uh, a like, large like business. Like no money. Like, let's, let's rewind. <laughs> we, we used to have like a budget of $100 a month. Not even like a, it wasn't even a week. It was like a month. I would make him the same lunch for work. We would eat the same thing for dinner. Like we would stretch. We got really creative. We really, I mean, we had money, but it was, you know, it was, it was tight. I mean, we would, we would actually believe God for $27 just to change our oil. <laughs> we would Which go, he would change. We'd be our, months behind. Yeah. And I'm not talking about taking the car to somewhere to get the oil changed. I'm talking about, I just needed the money for the materials <laughs> to do the work myself in our, in our parking lot of our apartment. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we had very little money and i know there's some countries and some people watching where they say well yeah. you guys had way more than we had and, I, and that's probably true but even when we had next to nothing we still tithe we we're still faithful yeah. what we had we we're still good stewards of our jobs and did the best we could to prosper the businesses we work for and when you start doing that that moves the heart of god and it moves his hand to bless you his eyes are looking to or fro just looking for someone to prove himself faithful faithful to and all you have to do is be faithful with what you've been entrusted to, where you can say, Lord, look no further. Here I am. Use me. And God will use you, and he wants to bless you. Yeah. So these are the very basics. This is going to be a great week of others that own businesses and run businesses that are part of Salt Shaker 513. And we want to be a blessing to you. So tune in all week. But, I mean, some of the basics are you have to tithe. You have to have the Holy Spirit. You have to have a vision and a goal for your life, for your business. You have to get in the Word of God to know what God's promises already say for you. You have to be a good steward of what you've been entrusted yeah. with. Um, yeah, we firmly believe when you are faithful over the little that you have, and we had very little, but we were happy. It was simple. Um, you'll be ruler over much, and we are a standing testimony to that, and that is all because of Jesus. It's not a boast of our, our doings. We are just We try to be good stewards to try to be a blessing to others and um we try to put him you know first and foremost in making these decisions because we've made some pretty 
big decisions. And if we were to break down the decisions we made and <laughs> people would think we're crazy, but there's reasons for them. Um, we have goals that we have for our family and for our marriage and for our children. And we will do the work while we're young so we can see those things happen. And that's exactly right. And then God will bless you. God's going to bless you if you keep doing what he says, you keep following his word. The most important thing is when after he blesses you in Deuteronomy chapter 8, it warns against this. It says, but you shall earnestly remember the Lord your God, for it is he who has given you the power to create wealth and establish his covenant, which he swore to your forefathers. Um, so God is going to bless you. And he's going to prosper you. But when he does that, you can't say, well, it was the might of my hand that's gotten me with this wealth. It's because of how smart I am. That's when you start making the mistake. You have to humble yourself. And you only, we only have this knowledge because the Holy Spirit's given it to us because God's allowed us to do it and that he's given us the grace for it. But we cannot become boastful in our hearts and say, look what we have done. We've done 85 houses in three years. Look how smart we are and how hard we work and how much money we have. No, you shall earnestly remember the Lord your God, for it is he who is giving you the power to create wealth and establish his covenant. But that's what we have for you. Anything else? Nope. We love you. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for watching. Please comment, share, like. If this has been a blessing to you, please comment and just let us know. It doesn't even have to be much. You can just say thank you. Share with your family. Share with your friends. We love you. God loves you. The most important thing for this whole ministry is that you come to know Jesus. And if you, if you don't know Jesus, please reach out to us. We want to help you. We want to pray for with you. Uh, we love you. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks, guys. God bless you guys. Bye. We believe that message spoke to you today and will continue to have a lingering effect as you carry on with your day. Come back frequently for new messages and go and check out Salt Shaker 513 on Facebook, Instagram, and saltshaker513.com. You can also partner with us and all that God is doing on our website at saltshaker513.com. We love you and we look forward to spending some time together again soon.